Episode 27, Muralist James Peter Henry. My name is Michael Delgado and I'm your host. I come to you each week from the luxurious library bar in the magnificent Mayfair Hotel, right here in downtown LA. Today I'm meeting artist James Peter Henry. At 6'6", he's easy to spot across the hotel lobby. He's fit, the lean sinews of a surfer pressing through a black tee. He sports a backwards baseball cap. He beams a genuine smile. It's time to meet. You know Geiger's bookstore across the street? I think I may have passed. You know Geiger by sight? Geiger's in his early 40s, medium height, fattish, soft all over, Charlie Chan mustache, well-dressed, wears a black hat, affects the knowledge of antiques and hasn't any. Oh, yes, I think his left eye is glass. Hello. 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 My guest today is painter, muralist, and all-around really nice guy, James Peter Henry. Australian-born, James has lived and worked around the world, but is currently based here in L.A., and we're glad to have him. Los Angeles and James seem to be getting along just fine as he recently completed several massive murals, including one gracing table arts on Melrose and Laurel. He's also halfway through two related projects for the Santa Fe Lofts downtown. And he has eight more in the works. His work is instantly recognizable. It's heavily influenced by African and Aboriginal images that are splashed boldly within Cubist styling that involves patterns and symbols. It's a long way from a farm in Victoria, Australia, to the homes of recognized collectors in London, New York, and L.A. So please welcome James Peter Henry. Welcome, Peter. James Peter Henry. Excellent. Good name choice. Is that better? All right. So welcome. So you, you're familiar with the hotel. you got a friend who's the designer? Yeah, my friend is uh, designed the hotel and the Le Pier Hotel, so I've been here many times. Many times, yeah. And me. Did you show well. the, in, in the regime seventy two? No, at all. No. 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 Well, you should. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I I have stuff at the uh, Le Pier Hotel. Right. Um. Is that loud enough? We are talking loud enough. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah it's all just right. going down here like that. All right. But um, thank you for coming on such short notice. And uh, and Pleasure. up from downtown, where you are working on. I'm working on the Santa Fe Lofts, which is on 6th and Main Street. Um, I spent... Oh, that's at the bottom of the, the Arts District, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah. right up against the river. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent uh, about eight weeks up there doing a mural on the rooftop um, and the stairwell, the whole lot. And now I've just started a project, which is, what is it, 16,000 square feet uh, to turn a car park into a elaborate club. Well, not a club, more like a mini ballroom. What? Yeah. It's crazy. How many levels is this? It's just one, but you know, it's, uh, it's an internal car park, which it's huge. So I'm painting the ceiling. The walls, the pillars, and maybe the floor as well. Really? Yeah. And where is that? Uh, that's six in Main, same place. Oh, yeah, in the lot. Mm, same okay. building. We sort of want to match the top down to the bottom. 
So <laughs> what is the parking lot is going to be their club? club? Yeah. Wow. yeah. I don't know about the acoustics. That'd be kind of um, We're kind of looking after that with thick theatrical curtains and mm. all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of stuff involved. That's fine. How many rooms are in these lots? Uh, I mean, how, do you know how big? I think 105 rooms or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's big. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh... Is there a pool on the roof? No, I don't know if they plan to, but, you know, it's 1920s, so... They've upgraded upstairs with barbecues and all that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, downstairs will be the gym, the clubhouse, yeah. and I think, you know, over time, they'll just gradually add stuff to it. Yeah, sounds um, pretty swanky. It will be swanky, and uh, it's probably, it would probably take about five months. To, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Well, for both projects, well, no, I've done the first one. Right. Um, we had an opening on uh, May the twenty third for that, and then this one will, you know, three to five months. Yeah. Yeah. Should yeah. be good. Absolutely. Yeah, it sounds exciting. Uh-huh. So, and how did you hook up with all of this? Or, you, or I guess the better question is, how did you start murals? Because I know you've been painting a long time. Yeah, murals were just a one of my. Uh, other agents, um, Simone, she found a, a great mural space on Melrose um, at the Table Art Store. So Melrose and Laurel Avenue. Yeah. Just up from Fred Siegel. So um, I completed that May also. So I was doing. Oh wow. Yeah, May was May was crazy. Um, so that was on Melrose. We also have another one on Santa Monica Boulevard coming. It's got eight planned for LA, um, hopefully by the end of the year. Wow. Yeah, so eight large murals. Are you doing these all by yourself or you have a team? Uh, Look, generally by myself because I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And you can take that whatever way you want, but I, uh, I, I make it up as I go. So I don't sketch. I just, I... It, it comes to me basically when I have a blank canvas. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Well, I'm hoping it comes to me. <laughs> so some some jobs require renders. Yeah. I was say, how do you get the job if you don't? They're more based on corporate needs and all that sort of stuff. So in that aspect, um, it may be just a, an idea which is taken from one of my paintings, mm-hmm. if that's enough for them. Um, other than that, um, murals are being based on trust um people seeing my work yeah and going okay let's have something like this or like this or do whatever you want right so i normally get do whatever you want which is amazing yeah that's that's a dream job yeah absolutely um except for you know so if you're not sketched it out if you haven't sketched it out beforehand Mm -hmm. if you're in the middle of it you like go back and go oh fuck that this part really blows and you gotta redo it (laughs) Uh, I think that's the beauty of painting you know what I mean if there's something that I I never think it doesn't work I I always think why has that been done Mm. and I've put that on the wall for other reasons so then I may have to go back to it in a day or so and it it evolves it it comes alive and I see the reason that I've actually put that square box there or that hand there 
or that eye there or something there's there's a reason behind it so i never really paint over it's more about i will place something mm. and sometimes i have no idea what that is placed there for and i'll come back you know a couple of days and go oh that's a reason for that it makes mm. sense mm. uh and that's sort of why i never sketch mm -hmm. i it it just comes it comes naturally yeah, it's more like a jazz riff yeah yeah absolutely so it, it comes naturally and you know it doesn't make sense at the time normally it normally takes a couple of days for me to start understanding the the uh the mural on melrose is such a what is it 35 feet by 26 feet mm. and you know i started with a with a square which was like six inches by six inches mm -hmm. so you, so how did you teach <laughs> Curious, do you start at like the top left and just go for it, or you're like, oh, um, I'm gonna start in the middle today? Uh, yeah, uh, top left today, <laughs> um, bottom left tomorrow, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I, I, I don't have a structure how I paint. I, I, I totally just leave it up to to how I feel at that time, and whether I start with a color or whether I start. I don't know. It just happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that kind of goes with your your aesthetic as well, which has sort of references from like uh, Aboriginal paintings. Yeah, Aboriginal, um, African, and Egyptian. Um, so the, the but then they're sort of mashed up with a Cubist sort of feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which we well, of course you know the Cubist guys of course you know I'm telling you but they, yeah they, they were big into the African. Absolutely, you know. And, um, yeah, most of our. Uh, well-known Cubist artists who you know, studied African art. Right. So, and, uh, and so there's always elements of that. Always mm -hmm. elements. Um, I don't know why. But that just is obviously a part of my style. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. go in there saying, okay, this is going to be a Cubism painting. I have to put uh, African influences, uh, Aboriginal influences, or I, I don't go into the painting with that I basically want to tell a story so the story always incorporates those kind of figures for some reason hmm. yeah. well I well I mean I, looking at your bio you had yeah. your mother was a cubist painter mm -hmm. right and yeah. taught you how to paint so yeah. it's kind of in there it's, right? it's, it's in there it's 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 and in my blood and then you're Australian and yeah. interested in Aboriginal indigenous imagery mm-hmm Right. Yeah. So that just it's just all there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get. I really I, try not to think too much about. Yeah, it. <laughs> I, I I can't get rid of it. It's just it's just there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't think about it. It just it just happens. So uh, yeah. Well, LA seems to have been good for you. How did you decide to end up here? I mean, you're well traveled. You've been around. You've got your installations elsewhere. Yeah. Um. I haven't ended up here. Ah. It's uh. I'm I'm a gypsy, uh -huh. so uh, I've just happened to be. You're on the land, is what you. I'm on the land, <laughs> and right, and as much as I want to. So as soon as your past catches up with you, you have to. Move I on. have to move countries. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've been in four and a half years, huh. but I've been in New York uh, half that time on and off between LA and New York, and then I uh -huh. moved there permanently for a year. And then went to Colombia for a job, then back to Australia, and then back here for another job. Um, so I've got what eight more murals to do in LA, 
and a couple more installations. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's murals planned for New York and Chicago. Uh, How far out are you booked then? You're booked at a couple of years? Uh-huh. Yeah. So normally, yeah, about well, a year and a half, two years. Wow. Yeah. So, which, which, is, which is amazing. It really is. Um, and then so we've got six cities in America. And then after America, I also have to pop to London and do a now, couple. Is this through a gallery or do you have, you see you have an agent? Oh, look, I have, I have a gallery here and gallery in New York. I'm oh, sorry, a gallery in London. But all the murals are normally through myself and my team huh. um, that gets the work. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, uh, what? yeah, six cities in America. That's what our plan is. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's very Busy. exciting. Yeah. Uh, that's absolutely. Good. So, uh, you know, I'm just curious about how that comes about. I mean, did, like, do, do you, well, now that you've got this many pieces under your belt, you're yeah. sought after, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, but initially, do you have to, like, go, hey, I want to do your own? Uh, that still happens, yeah. So, it's, you know, I, I get asked through corporations and word of mouth, and then there's other places where, I'm driving and I literally see a blank canvas mm-hmm. and it may be in a great area. I'm like, I need that wall. So, you know, it's give or take, you know, so people approach me, but I also approach buildings, businesses mm-hmm. to see if I can have their wall. So, right. because, you know, and then, and then do they, like you say, well, and it'll only cost you this, or do you say, I want the canvas and. Oh, it can work in two ways. It's like, they, you know, it's it's kind of like, how badly do I want the wall, mm-hmm. and do they want a mural? Right, right. So you know, we can we, we come up with a compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, a lot of these ones that are, are done in the city, you know, so, some of them are paid, and some of them I've done merely for uh, wanting just to paint a canvas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I mean, I I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's an amazing way to express art in the public arena is a mural on a wall. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And uh, Well, they transform the space. Yeah, yeah for, abso- for absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's great for the city. You know, the, the city lacks a lot of uh, architecture and, uh, you know, um, beautiful buildings. And I think the, the murals are, are making up for that lack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I would beg to differ. I mean, to the extent that there's a lot of, you know, it's not a lot of historical buildings. Well, yeah. Those, but, mm. um, but, you know, we've got our share of, of nuggets. But we do. The nuggets are hard to find. Yeah, well, they're far in between. I mean, they're <laughs> such, such a sprawl. Yeah, but yeah. I think, uh, and then, you know, we get a bad rap, rightly so, for, you know, bashing things down and putting some other piece of idiocy mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. There's a lot of that. That's happening all the time around here, isn't it? Yeah. But, you know, look, if we can beautify this city and uh, use art to do that, like, I'm all for that. (laughs) Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And so, um, but you're from originally Australia. Australia. Like, Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. Which is like a state, though. That's like saying California. Yeah, it is. So, uh, my parents have a farm, which is uh, four hours west of Melbourne mm. so you know it's a fair way from anywhere right, right, right. is so it a sheep farm? sheep and cattle 
Yeah, so I, I grew up on the farm for 18 years. Uh, moved to Melbourne for about 10 years and then moved to Sydney for about 12 years. Nice. And then came here. Yeah, I've only I, I, uh, been to Australia a couple of times, but uh, one time... I got stuck in Brisbane uh -huh. uh, on 9-11 and, you know, we were, I was stranded there for like a week because all the flights are grounded. And, wow. Which was, you know, it's a beautiful place, wasn't it? Brisbane is, it's a beautiful place, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like California, it's always sunny. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, so we got up to the Gold Coast. And, yeah, Gold Coast is stunning too. Yeah, very Yeah, cool. I lived up there a year and a half ago, just for uh, like six weeks working on a project. Um, it's great. Loved it. Beach every day. <laughs> yeah. Right? It Beach and nice. canvas and paint. Yeah. Perfect, perfect mix. Would have preferred to have, you know, enjoyed your country under different circumstances. Mm -hmm. But yeah. everyone was very, very nice about it. It's a great country, you know, like, and that's, that's basically where I, I learnt what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, my parents live near a big mountain range uh, called the Grampians. Mm. Um, and in the in those mountains, there's that there's caves everywhere, and you know you walk up there, and it's 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 isolated, and you see like you know these Aboriginal paintings mm. that only a few people have ever seen. Really? So yeah, so that was they're, and they're in the caves, or are they? Outside? Yeah, they're in the caves. Mm. Yeah, and that was kind of my first look on primitive art. Mm -hmm. was actually in the caves instead of a you know in a magazine or a book it was like in the caves saw the things yeah. for myself are they sacred spots to the average or are they just now they're kind of abandoned or? they're abandoned mm. yeah absolutely hmm. yeah but that's that's where I first are they hard to get to did you have to like hike to them? uh yeah if if you don't know those areas like if you're not from those areas you would never find them You'd never find them. They're sort of off the beaten track. It's not like it has a, you know, tourist map with, you know, Aboriginal paintings and stuff like that. It's mm. very much if you live around the area, you know how to get there. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So did you guys, you guys, like you're growing up, you would just tool around out there and mm -hmm. found them or stumble on them? Or you... Yeah. Uh, my parents sort of knew where they were and, but yeah, also stumbled across them as well. Yeah, you know, we'd have little motorbikes and we'd be hiking and, you know. Getting into general mischief. Yes, and then <laughs> yeah, chasing kangaroos, <laughs> all, all that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? I have a twin brother and I have a sister, so the three of us used to get up to, you know, all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there was something in the bio too about you spent some time in Alice Springs mm -hmm. in a gallery. Yeah, you? so my, my first job after high school uh, you know my parents are basically you know okay time to go we're like <laughs> all right time to go you know on the farm with not many choices you know what I mean it's like okay where you know where where do I go so I had a friend that lived in Alice Springs so well someone I knew and I thought well I might, might just go there and uh now, Alice Springs is really in the middle of it. Nowhere. It's in the middle of Australia and it's in the middle of nowhere. Like, right. I mean, nowhere. And, uh. How many people live there? Oh, uh, look, I, th this would be a guess. I reckon 
30,000, and whoever's listening to this will probably laugh because I have, I have no idea. <laughs> it's a very small town. It's a right. very small town. Um, well, it was then anyway. Um, and, yeah, I just uh, I had no idea what to do for my first job. I was fresh out of school and uh, I you know, no experience except for art. Right. Anyway, I went to this uh, sort of job networking place that were trying to place you know people that wanted to find jobs and uh the lady said all i have is a job in an art gallery and i was like okay and she said go for the interview you won't get it but it'll be (laughs) good good experience of how to (laughs) conduct yourself uh in an interview and she told me that i had to you know like dress up wear a tie and it was you know, it was, it was very hot in Alice Springs and I'm thinking I have to buy a tie and I'm walking to this interview, sweating, walked in and um, had the interview and, uh, and then about a week later she called me up and said I had the job. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So it was, uh, it was doing stuff from, you know, interviewing the Aboriginal artists about their paintings, about their families, about what tribe they came from everything uh to sales to you know packaging paintings for overseas shipments to stretching canvases how long did you work there oh it was it was brief it was like nine ten months and it wasn't because of the gallery it was just because alice springs is one of those places that is so isolated and i was 18 yeah i'm like i have to go i have to go to the beach (laughs) <laughs> and, and that's that's the, the decision I had to go to the beach so then I flew somewhere else and went to the beach for a couple of years um, yeah so it was the first job right uh, and then, yeah and then but you so then that's how you started painting or you like I've always been painting uh, I've always sketching painting something like that so the the art gallery was just a, maybe a confirmation that this is where I wanted to be like in the art world in some way um as far as working in a gallery it was interesting especially more about the artist right but as far as is that what i wanted to do no i wanted to i wanted to produce art i wanted to be an artist so you know i left uh when i left the uh the desert and moved back to uh the coast i started you know painting a lot more uh you know canvases and yeah, I just continued, and then uh, went to Sydney. Did the same thing. Does um, your, does your uh, twin brother paint? No, work? not at all. No, he's oh. a he's a fitter and turner, so he's completely different. He's, I'm sorry, a what? fitter and turner. So um, he'll kill me if he listens to this. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be good. I'm he he, he has his own uh, hydraulics company, so they make hydraulics and all that sort of stuff asked me to explain exactly what a fitter and turner does uh, that might be an interview that you need to do with him <laughs> <laughs> they're called fitters and turners fitter and turners yeah absolutely all right i'll look it up yeah do a google on that yeah. <laughs> and, and and get back to me on that one <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah we're completely different obviously right. and yeah. the sister too now so, you're the only one who's making art Mm-hmm. Yep. Sister owns a restaurant in Sorrento. Uh, so she's, uh, we're all completely different industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the farm? Farm's great. Parents have uh, always been farmers 
and uh, it's in a great area. It's a, it's a, it's a great farm, absolutely. Yeah, you don't get back there that much, right? Once in four and a half years, oh. right? As uh, I, I, yeah, I do need to go back soon, absolutely. It was meant to be every six to six to eight months, but you know, you get yeah. busy, you yeah, get your own life way. happening. It's a long ways away. Too. Yeah, it's fifteen hours plus, you know, like a three and a half, four hour drive. Right. So, you know. Yeah, it's not next door. But they they come here. Oh, there you go. So you know, uh, yeah. So my sister's actually in America at the moment. Um, Where's Sorrento? Sorrento is uh, an hour and a half away from Melbourne. It's a bit like a Laguna Beach kind of uh, a thing. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's seasonal, but it's beautiful. Uh, it's got it some great cold. restaurants. It gets freezing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah. Right. Right about now. Uh huh. Right. It's it's freezing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which would be nice considering it's going to be a thousand degrees here tomorrow. A thousand. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Has it been a thousand here before? <laughs> a thousand every week. Wow. It's pretty hot. Wow. No, and so, but you're working uh, downstairs now, so you're not in the heat? Or? Uh, no, it's not downstairs, it's uh, street level. Uh, so, yeah, if it's going to be a thousand tomorrow, <laughs> it, it's probably going to be two thousand in there tomorrow. So I may take the day off tomorrow. Oh, well, good. Right? Um, but no, it's street level. It's a street level uh, car park that's that's what inside the building right yeah is it all closed off now or is it um still they're still going through construction and uh making it what it needs to look like in a right. few months time who's the group that owns that um m west holdings mm-hmm. so they own numerous buildings in downtown um and also in um in new york as well yeah so they're, they're, they're a great company to work for absolutely Right. Yeah. Well, very cool. Yeah. And so, and you're going back to work on that now. I'm going to the studio to work on another project, um, and doing some more um, renders for a plate collection. I've actually done a plate collection. Uh, what? Uh, three months ago, hmm. which is at the Table Art Store on Melrose, which I did the mural on. Um, but there's another plate collection coming out in relation to another mural that I'm doing on um, Santa Monica Boulevard as well. And that one's the Santa Monica one. Is this part of the eight murals? Ah, yes. Santa Monica one, we're waiting for final paperwork to come through. So, you know, that should be September, October sometime. But it should only take me a couple of weeks. So, you know. I'll let you know more about that one when when uh, that you know once we get get there. But uh, now I haven't seen your process. I didn't look at any of the videos. You're, mm-hmm. you're painting. You're not spray painting. Yeah, I I don't spray paint at all. I well I I have, but as far as the type of art that I'm doing, um, no, it's always paintbrushes right. and and hands. <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, a, a, a spray can I've never really, you know, it's not one of my things. So yeah, it's always paintbrushes. Yeah, because yeah. you have the moniker street artist mm-hmm. on some of your stuff, and so, and like I said, I've never seen the process, seen the finished work, and it doesn't look sprayed. Yeah, no. Yeah, so uh, painstakingly, you know, 
paintbrushes on those huge murals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So where do we find your stuff? Uh, Melrose and. Well, no, I mean. Oh, like, you mean I that know, little like social like, media? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, it's all James Peter Henry. So website is uh, all those W's. JamesPeterHenry.com. Uh, Instagram is uh, at James Peter Henry, and that's probably enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Facebook okay. is the same, but I don't use Facebook. Yeah, no, I know. We're off of Facebook. You know, that, that was 1990, wasn't it? Well, it's just they're evil. <laughs> <laughs> there's, they that, there's that evilness part. Aren't they owned by Instagram, though? Or yeah, vice yeah, versa? yeah, I know. Like, right? So it's a whole shit, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I'm trying not to be on any of it, but. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, yeah, so it's, uh, Instagram is probably the easiest to catch me on. Okay. Yeah. Well, very well. I will look you up. Actually, I already am. I'm the follower. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming in. No problems, man. All right. Nice to chat. You've been listening to A.G. Geiger Presents, Tales from the L.A. Art Underworld. My guest today was artist James Peter Henry. You can check out the work we were talking about today at jamespeterhenry.com, and you can follow him on Instagram at jamespeterhenry. A.G. Geiger Presents is produced by me, Michael Delgado, in conjunction with the Mayfair Hotel, music and artist management company Regime 72, and A.G. Geiger Fine Art Books. Check us out at MayfairLA.com, Regime72.com, and of course, AGGeiger.com. Thanks for listening.